You are listening to episode 133 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, and today we are covering the topic of profiting first in 2020. Hey there, and welcome back, or welcome to the show. If you've never been on the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, my name is Danny. I am your host, and on this podcast, I am focused on sharing with you ways to increase your energy, decrease your stress, and save you time so that you feel empowered to go after the life you want. As I am recording this episode, we are smack dab in the middle of Christmas and New Year's holidays in 2019, and I want to know which tips from episode 132 have you implemented during your holidays? Have you found some simple health hacks to use this year? I hope so, and I want you to share them with me via email, danny at the dietdoc.com, or Instagram DM me at Danny Phillips. And uh, who knows, your health hack might just be shared on a future podcast episode. The three big things that I did over Christmas while staying with my family as far as health hacks went were this. I scheduled in bar class workouts with my mom, making I made sure that I had protein shakes and drinks in the house at all times for easy go-to. And then I turned off my alarm clock and let myself get some extra sleep. So just three quick little tips there. And those are things I've mentioned in previous episodes too, but those are kind of the big three things that I did over the week of Christmas to make sure that I just kept on top of my health. So I hope you did some of those things and um, enjoyed the time with your family and friends. Now, shifting a focus to today's topic, we are finally finishing up the saga of my financial fitness journey this 2019. So I finally paid off that $15,000 that I had racked up in credit card debt over the past few years. So claps or snaps for Danny. Very, very proud of that. Um, and I almost feel a little strange saying I because truly this was a team effort between myself and my husband. Now, for those of you who are longtime listeners, you'll know my word of the year in 2019 was ask. And boy, did I have a rough time with this one. I thought I would be asking for help with my business and sponsorships and other revenue streams from people outside of my home this year. And while some of that did happen, now that I reflect on my 2019 year, the biggest ask I had to learn was how to ask for help from my husband. And y'all, I'm so prideful. <laughs> it just kills me to ask for help and it kills me to not be making enough money on my own yet to like pay for all of these things and to pay off this debt that I accrued, not him. But you know, that's, that's just life sometimes, right? It is not easy and sometimes you have to ask for help. Now, I also think this is something I've become a lot better at. I'm going to have to keep working on it. And I think for a very long time, uh, I don't think this is a quick habit to fix. So it'll, it'll be a constant work in progress. But I just wanted to share that. It's definitely been a team effort. So when I started working on my goals of paying off this credit card debt, I actually almost started to get my brother to buy into essentially giving me an interest-free loan. This is the point where I started putting together spreadsheets to see how I could pay him back based on my income projections for the year. 
after talking with my husband and my brother and my mom, uh, we decided to kind of quote unquote keep it in house, I guess, since I knew my brother was saving for a house and props to him. He bought his first house a couple weeks ago. Actually, he closed on it uh, about a week and a half ago. So very, very excited for him and excited to go and see that at some point. But we decided that, you know, he needed to do something different with that money for his own priority bucket. And I really, I don't think my husband would have been on board to work as much overtime as he did to help me pay off my debt. But because I had a plan, because I had the spreadsheets, I had it worked out, and because he saw me working my tail off and putting together the strategy and following through on paying off my credit card debt with my own income, he believed in me enough to support this goal. So as crazy as all this sounds, it, it sometimes in a way it makes perfect sense, right? Like why would anyone give you an interest-free loan if there's no plan to follow through on it? I mean, I guess that's how you get, you know, investors to buy into your business is you have a plan, you have a strategy and they believe it because maybe they've seen you follow through on something in the past. So um, I, I do... I do truly believe that having a strategy and the small push goals every week and every month helped me to stay on track with paying off the three credit cards that I had in 2019. And I also truly believe that I need a new strategy going forward with 2020 to keep my credit cards paid off while still consistently using them and earning points or cash back. What I wanna share with you today is my initial thoughts and strategy going forward in 2020 and some of my financial fitness goals associated with the strategy in hopes that you can take this information and decide to implement for yourself if it feels right. First, now that I'm not putting anywhere from about $500 a month to $1,500 a month towards credit cards, I have all this extra money to spend, so I have to determine where I'm going to spend it, right? Okay, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I, I am and I'm not, like that is not my mindset. I do not have all of this extra money to spend. However, should my income stream stay fairly consistent and in 2019, it's been somewhere between three and $4,000 a month. It just totally depends on the month. Um, so I do need a spending plan. My husband and I sat down and went through a list of big ticket items that we wanted to focus on in 2020. So that is step number one. Make a list outside of your regular bills and monthly subscriptions, etc., that you want to put money toward. Some of the things on our list include purchasing a glass door for our shower. We started, y'all, we started renovating our master bathroom in August of 2018 and it's still unfinished. So now that the credit card debt is paid off, we can bring a little focus back to home renovations. If you're a homeowner, you know, it just never ends. I mean, you fix one thing, another thing breaks. Like, I just don't understand. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. Now, something that is really important to me, if you kind of gather at this point, is paying off debt. So you might assume that um, maybe I don't have any more debt, but I totally do. It's not credit card debt. Uh, that credit card debt, yes, it's paid off. And I want to use the same strategy of keeping about half of everything that I earn 
in my business for bills and putting the other half towards paying off our two vehicles a little faster. It just so happens that with regular payments, I'll have my truck paid off in August of 2020. So I'm planning to put a little more towards my truck each month and save a little bit of that interest to have it paid off perhaps in five to six months instead of eight. That's actually my second tip for you today is whatever strategies you found work for you and are and you're keeping a habit with, keep doing them if you're able to do so. I've grown accustomed to the lifestyle that I've had in 2019 as far as spending habits. And while I do honestly think I'll allow myself a little more wiggle room, I think I'll also be quite happy continuing on with the strategies I discussed in parts one through seven of this series. So I'm not gonna rehash all that here, but please go back and listen to those if you haven't listened to them yet. It's quite an interesting journey. I used to drink five to six espresso beverages a day. Yes, local coffee shops and Starbucks loved me. However, I also had a lot of stress and feelings of anxiety. I was tired of being tired and tired of being stressed. I mean, what kind of a life is it to drink excessive amounts of caffeine in order to function daily and then be so wired that you have to take way too many sleep assistance supplements to fall asleep? So what changed things for me? Prove it ketones. This powder that I shake up with ice and water has given me the natural energy I had been craving. The energy that kind of makes me feel like Wonder Woman because instead of my heart beating out of my chest, I feel laser focus and mental clarity to the nth degree. Yes, it's literally insane. <laughs> Best of all, I don't have to follow a ketogenic diet to continue receiving these awesome ketone energy benefits. I can just shake up my drink and conquer my day with energy that doesn't also bring along stress. So if you're curious, which I hope you are, then I invite you to watch a short video about this energy supplement at danny.experienceketo.com. Again, that's danny, D-A-N-Y-E dot experienceketo, K-E-T-O dot com. Seriously, I don't wanna go a day without Privet Ketones. The next item of importance for me in 2020 is to continue with my investing and savings goals. I opened up a Roth and a personal IRA at the beginning of 2019 and have been slowly but surely adding a little more to those counts every month while I was paying off my credit card debt. And when I say a little, I mean I started off committing to a $25 a month auto withdrawal and I've graduated to a $75 a month withdrawal. So that's not like a ton of money when you think about it. So just know you can start off with a little bit and it's gonna get you a long way. If you have a familiarity with, I think Roth IRAs, and again, I'm not an expert here, I just kind of learn as I go, but you might know that there's a maximum amount that you can add to it every year. And I believe at this point that max amount is $6,000 per year or you know $500 per month if you wanted to divide it up evenly. Previously, I wanted to immediately start maxing out my monthly contribution to my account. However, I don't know that that is realistic. I feel like if I jump too fast on going from $75 a month to $500 a month, I'm gonna lose control of something else. So, I've decided that in January of 2020, I'll start putting $100 towards the account and I'm gonna be happy and content with that. 
If I see that I can pay all of my bills and have plenty left over, then perhaps I will start putting a little bit more towards it, but I'll kind of reevaluate every month and every quarter. And, and again, just keep building up slowly, but surely I would so much rather slowly but surely add money to this account and see it grow then add a big chunk at once and then realize that maybe i can't pay a bill or i've fallen late on something else that i really wanted to do so i want to be you know conservative but at the same time still push myself a little bit now the fourth big ticket item is travel i had planned to go to walt disney world several times in 2019 and due to my higher priority of paying off the credit cards, I made the decision to push those trips off. In fact, outside of paying for gas to visit my parents in South Louisiana or my in-laws and family in Texas, I did not do any travel this year other than family vacations that my parents kindly paid for. I really treasure my time with my family and I also treasure taking time and space away from working so that I can become rejuvenated and re-spark the energy and love for teaching health and fitness and nutrition. So all of this will be a big focus of mine in 2020. Now again, if you're a longtime listener, then you know that I did travel at the beginning of the year and I went out to California for an event, like a personal development event. And part of my Christmas gift last year was helping to pay for that event and that ticket. And then I went out to the beach in the spring and that's my parents' beach house. So again, I paid for gas to go out there and I, other than spending money on food, which I would have done here at home, that was, I know, essentially a free trip. So I've been very conservative and just used my resources wisely as far as deciding how to move forward with travel and spending but I definitely will not be putting trips to Disney on a credit card unless I know this year that I have that money in the bank first. So that'll be, it'll be a fun challenge to go through and figure out how I'm gonna, you know, move forward with travel and make sure that that's a a part of my journey and that I don't push it off again if I can help it. Now the final big ticket item that I know you've been waiting for is I'm going to profit first this year in my business and my personal life. And how can you do that too? I'm gonna gonna tell you. (laughs) I do not have this figured out yet. However, I'm gonna do this by simply following the guidelines and the principles from the book, Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. The simple way to explain this system after I've listened to this audiobook twice is he takes the envelope system for bills and expenditures and essentially has you create different checking accounts for each of those envelope categories. He recommends that with every bit of income you receive, you transfer 1% of that money into an account labeled profit. I started this already with moving money from my checking account into my savings account every time I get paid but I really need to go and open another checking account as well as a tax account. So that's part of my plan this upcoming week. I'm not gonna get into the details of his book here since I've only implemented this for a couple of weeks, but I have a feeling the struggle is gonna be worth it. I'm definitely, I definitely feel like I'm gonna struggle through the separation of you know, all that I earn and the mindset shift of, It's not all my money, it's the money of the business and I get paid out of that. 
Um, like that's the mindset shift that I'm going for. And I've, I've had a hard time wrapping my head around that this year because you see all that money come in and you don't have somebody taking the taxes out for you. And so you feel like, oh, that's mine, I earned it. But wait, my business earned it. And even though I'm the only employee in my business right now, like I earned that for my business and then I get paid out of my business account. That's how it needs to be looked at. So it's a shift that I'm working on. But I also think that I will feel very proud of implementing the strategy and then every quarter being able to take a part of the profit that I have put aside and and spend it freely without any you know guilt or regret, like knowing that that's exactly what it's supposed to be spent on. Now in summary, there were five big items that I wanted to consider today with strategizing money habits for 2020. So let's recap. One. Create a spending plan for the big items you want to purchase, like home renovations or new phones, etc. Write it down so you can actually see what is reasonable to spend money on and plan for in 2020. Two, reflect on the strategies and habits you are currently implementing or have implemented in the past that do and don't work in your life and decide what you want to continue with in 2020. Three, Consider how you are saving and investing money. What percentage or amount each month are you able to contribute? Be confident with starting small and with time and consistency, you can increase it. Remember, I started with $25 a month. Now I'm up to 75 and in, in January, I'll be going to 100. So it's not like I'm immediately jumping the gun here. Four. Set time and money aside for the adventures that bring you joy and allow you to spend time with the people you love most. For me, this is travel, usually with family and usually to Disney World, but we will see how that all adds up with time. If you don't plan for it and put it on the calendar, it will never happen. Last but not least, I encourage you to find a way to profit first. And I truly, truly believe that you should go buy this book right now and read it cover to cover multiple times. In fact, I'll put the link to the book on Amazon below. I have this book in Audible right now and I also bought it via paperback. So I'm excited for that to arrive so that I can highlight and annotate and you know look back to something quickly. Uh, I can't wait. I think this book is gonna be a huge key to success financially in 2020. All right, moving forward, I want to do something fun for this podcast in 2020 that is still a little kind of New Year's resolution focused. Two of my previous bodybuilding and posing coaches, Paul Ravella and Lauren Conlon, did a series of the top 25 pieces of like fitness advice daily leading up to Christmas on their podcast, Redefine Healthy Radio. And I loved it. Y'all, if you're looking for a good laugh and a little bit of science talk, a little bit of fitness industry talk, a little bit of lifestyle coaching, but also, um, you know, you're up to a little bit of cursing and some goofiness, like you've got to go check out this podcast, Redefine Healthy Radio. I'll link it in the show notes as well. Hysterical. But these episodes were so great. They were so enjoyable. I am going to give my own version of these topics in January. So I'll have five episodes covering five topics each to a total of 25. And I think they're gonna keep them fairly short. I wanna keep them to 10 to 15 minutes so that you enjoy your quick fit tip for the week and it doesn't seem too overwhelming to go out and implement. So I wanna keep all these simple fitness and health tips 
you know, front of mind as we go into 2020 and throughout January and February so that you can make the most out of the best start for your year and start implementing these long-term sustainable habits in the beginning of the year and keep them throughout 2020. So that is all for now. I want to just thank you so much for listening and being a part of my 2019 fitness empowerment podcast journey. It's been quite a year, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Y'all, I'm really looking forward to this new decade. Like it's been a rough decade. And, and in some of the ways I've had some of the greatest experiences in my life, but there are also, you know, some really tough times. So I'm looking forward to a fresh start in a new decade as I'm sure you are as well. So anyway, have a wonderful rest of your week. Have a happy and safe New Year's. I will talk to you in the new year. Bye for now.